Scott and well, actually, who who are we? You tell, <laughs> you tell them who we are. We are Scott and Sarah Suter, and it's not Sutter, believe it or That's not. Right. We like to tell people that our last name is spelled wrong. Sometimes so. I just go to the pizza place and be like Sutter. Because yeah, we always laugh because you know I've lived my whole life with the last name of Suter spelled like Sutter. So when Sarah and I first got married, she wanted to change it. No, I didn't actually want to change it. She wanted, I, I just said, no. she wanted to either remove one of the T's or add an umlaut over the U. <laughs> which again, like, it's not like we're eating sauerkraut every every Friday. Like, we're not that German to be able to add an umlaut. I just said, oh, U. we should maybe drop a T, but I wasn't actually serious. I wouldn't do that to the whole <laughs> family. So, <laughs> anyways, long story short, we're Scott and Sarah Suter. We've been married for going on 10 years now in April, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic. We met at church here in Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati, Ohio. So we both born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, how many siblings do you have? I'm one of seven, so six siblings. Yeah, so Sarah's the third born of seven. Um, I am the third born of six, four of which are biological children of my parents, Jim and Maury, and two of which were adopted. So <laughs> we both come from quite large families mm-hmm. um we have quite a large family yeah that is four kids um just a blast we are we're parents to four beautiful children um and two in heaven two two miscarriages that we have that that are in heaven so um so what are our children who are they well we have scott ford jr yeah our who son, is our oldest eight and very um the word driven when he finds his thing he likes he just pours everything yeah, he into locks it. in he locks in very very, very smart very focused um we have a daughter flynn grace who is six um she's a very um very creative very creative very intelligent very emotional a little bit of a pistol very <laughs> um but she, she kind of knows what she wants <laughs> And, and is usually pretty unhappy if she doesn't get it. But she's also, like, she just has a very high, like, social intelligence. Mm-hmm. And so she's, um, she knows how to engage people. She knows how to communicate with people. She kind of knows when and how to kind of, like, push slash retreat um, more so than than um, our, our other children. <laughs> Which leads us to our thirdborn, Zion James. You gotta watch out for those thirdborns. That's right. That's right. He's uh, our little organizer. Yeah. He has workstations set up throughout the house. That's right. It's yeah, like yeah. the most random things from the house set at right angles across <laughs> entire surfaces. He is a very sweet boy. Oh, he's he's a he is sweetheart. a Tasmanian both boys. Devil. Both boys are cuddlers. Ford they're, and, they're both very sweet. Ford Zion's got this raspy little voice and laugh that is just like you just you got to hear it. It's it's wonderful. Oh, um, yes. He is he is a very happy little kid. Um, and then we have a baby, kind of. Well, she seems like a baby to me. Cause yeah. She's the baby of the family. Yeah, Sayla. Sayla Joy. Sayla Joy. She's not, a, she's not really a baby anymore. She's, she's 16, 16 months, months today. Old. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's kind of a stage five clinger. You're either in the club with Sayla or you are completely out. Yeah, that's out. true. She's got like four people in the world that she <laughs> likes and cares about. And everybody else is out. Thankfully, I'm one of them. Yeah. Oh, my. So is mom. Oh, my. She's definitely so, attached to mom and dad. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, anyways, we're, we're the suitors. Uh, we've, we've got the four kids, and then we have two babies up in heaven. Why are we doing this podcast? To encourage other married couples, and I feel like 
I don't know, just to grow our own relationship too. Talk through things and yeah. So we do a date night every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been married for almost ten years, and there's literally a a date night photo from every single Tuesday. every single Tuesday that we've been married, more or less. Sometimes it's been on Monday, sometimes Monday, it's yeah, middle Sunday, of the week, something like that. Yeah, but on rare occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, why are there 850 or whatever the math is? <laughs> it's 500 photos of you and I on date night. Well, it started out just, oh, I just wanted a picture every date night. Something I'd never seen before. I'm like, let's just take a picture every week, too. It started off with literally us in the Wendy's drive through like, taking Yeah, that a- first photo's not great. <laughs> but not, but okay. it was our first one. You know, we were newlyweds. That's right. Coming fresh off our honeymoon. I was like, let's That's just right. take a picture. And then it kind of, like, turned into, like, let's bring the actual camera along yeah, yeah. with the tripod. It snowballed know. pretty quickly, and we've gone through seasons of... Um, well, I've gone through seasons of appreciating it and whatever the opposite. Well, I think also like the point of the reason we keep doing it is one, people see it in their feed and it kind of like normalizes like dating each other after marriage. And for me, it also holds me accountable because I'm like, okay, well we need to make sure we do a date night this week. Because if we don't, the whole world knows we're not going to do a date night. So The question have... you all might be asking is, no, we're not always like getting along in our dating photo, <laughs> which is okay. Listen, he has taken a photo no matter what. That's right. We could be like at odds with each other, but he will still kiss me or dance with me or whatever it Sometimes is. Sometimes we photo. take them of my back because I can't That's... muster up a fake smile. <laughs> no. That's why we're kissing all the photos because he's just. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's he enjoys. That's not he enjoys that kisses. part. Is not true. we are not fighting that often. We're kissing in about ninety percent of the photos, and fighting's the wrong word. That's because we don't want to just stare at the camera. Like that's right. Every it's single difficult. Time. Listen, we have we have five hundred of these pictures. Like you know, at some point you kind of run out of. Yes, and and we're not like working with an actual photographer. We're working with a tripod and a remote. Yeah, right, so. right. So Sarah sets the camera up. I stand there like a bozo. She takes the photos of me to get it in focus. Um, somewhere all out of there, our secrets. I was going to say somewhere out there. There's a bunch of pictures of me looking, you know, like a complete <laughs> buffoon. But that's for a story for another time. Yes, um, but right. if you look up hashtag suitor date night. There's, yeah, right. There you go. A little marketing. Hashtag suitor date night. There's tons and tons of photos out there. It's it's actually really fun to watch Scott's hair grow every week and then he cuts it. No, I'm kidding. It's like fun to watch. Like <laughs> You should go back and look at the November pictures. You can see all my attempts you at You can watch hair. Scott's hair like grow longer and then get short one week and yeah. then grow longer. No, I was going to say it's actually kind of fun to watch like pregnancies. Like Yeah. As I like. Start out with a teeny bump and then get bigger and then, it, you know. That's right. That's right. And then we look a little more tired for a while with a newborn. Have but. we stopped looking tired? I, I, <laughs> I wasn't know. aware. I, be- I barely slept last night. So right. <laughs> working right. with a few uh, brain cells left. That's right. Um, cool. So we're doing this marriage podcast for that reason. We want to encourage couples. We also, um, because we go on a date every Tuesday, for a long time I've actually wanted to do this. Yeah, um, and I've mentioned to her a couple times about maybe doing like a little YouTube channel uh, where I just you know record a video after a date night and talk a little bit about marriage. Um, but it's you know I think it's going to be a lot better with the two of us doing it. So we want to do it for that reason. We also marriage from my perspective, marriage is something that I think a lot of people 
um, enter into with the wrong understanding or intentions. Um, I think that marriage is more about your relationship with Jesus Christ and your, sorry for the train, if you can hear it, <laughs> and your willingness to grow with the person that you choose to marry and not about having it all figured out and not about having yourself all figured out mm-hmm. because life's going to throw stuff at you that you've never experienced before within marriage. Like most of the, most of the time you've never had a child with the person that you're marrying. Um, that's not true in every case, but most of the time you've never lost significant loved ones. Most of the time you've never lived the certain things that you're going to live within marriage. And so being committed to going through those trials and through, through that hardship together growing together and, and building a life together despite all of that. Yeah. Um, it's really important, I think, for us to communicate to people marriage isn't perfect, marriage isn't easy, marriage isn't always sunshine and rainbows and date night photos. Um, there's a lot more to marriage than, than those things. And so our hope is that we can encourage each other, that we can encourage anybody that's experiencing this content um, to, to love their spouse like, like Christ loves us. So... That's why we're doing the pod. Yeah. Um, all right. So our story. This first this first podcast is going to be a little bit different. We have some some categories that we want to go through each week, um, just to kind of I don't know share a little bit about our our you know just our lives together. Um, so this one's going to look a little bit different than they are moving forward. But we still want to do some of those categories here. But our story. Um, I don't know if you want to start or if you want me to start. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I know. I'm trying to think. Well, we could start with a text from your sister. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, Sarah and I, we met at church. Um, we don't need to get into all of the nitty-gritty, excuse me. We don't need to get into all the nitty-gritty details. But basically, we'd known each other for some time. Um, neither one of us was really available to each other for some time. And then we found ourselves both kind of in a position of singleness. Um, well, frankly, I was in a position of singleness and Sarah was not, kind of. Um, but then I got a text from my older sister saying that Sarah Zilka, which is, you know, we made fun of our last name. Sarah Zilka, Z-Y-L-K-A. Maiden last name is Zilka. Very um, last of the last. So I got a text from my sister saying that Sarah Zilka was single. And I think my exact response was, what? <laughs> um, this is all... Completely over my head. Too. Yeah, right. Sarah doesn't know this is happening. The The reality was I knew she was out of my league, so I didn't really plan anything or try anything. I just, you know, I just hoped that the overflow of my charm and charisma <laughs> would would uh, be enough to kind of, you know, move that ball down the field a little bit. It was enough. So we, um, you know, we both decided that we wanted to go on this mission trip separately um, and while we were on the mission trip, we kind of got to know one another. Um, maybe you can tell that story here in a minute, but we kind of got to know one another. And then when we came back from that mission trip, um, I kind of expressed an interest in her, sort of, and she expressed an interest in me, sort of. But I went back down to the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. And while I was down there, I wrote her a note every day. Um, well, okay, you... You messaged me on and, Facebook and I every her day. On Facebook every day. As but well, in yeah. the background, I had no idea you were 
journaling to me right, right, every right. single So she didn't know I was writing her these journals romantic. every day. Um, yeah, very romantic, right? Listen. Just a romance mastermind over here. Listen, I, I buy it every time, too. Right. So I'm here for it. So we were also like sending each other these great big long messages on Facebook, which now are lost to the archives because somebody hacked <laughs> my Facebook account. So yep. you can't even go back and find them anymore. <laughs> long story short, when I came back from that trip, um, got back to Cincinnati. I told her that I wanted to talk to her dad about dating her, and mm-hmm. she got very excited. Um, and then we began our courtship, <laughs> where we had made a decision, or Sarah had made a decision, not to kiss before she was married. She had made a decision not to ride in the same car as the person that she was dating for an for extended while. period of time. Um, however, she told me she loved me after like a week. Okay, of <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> That was an accident. I just like gave him a hug and just like I normally do to my mom. I was just like, love you. Goodbye. Whoops. Yeah. So that's what I said. I was like, well, that sounds like you just made a mistake. And then she was like, no, I really do love you. (laughs) Right. So don't pretend. Right. Like, I know I did, but I didn't like want to say it yet. I didn't want to say it first. So she loved me after like, you know, (laughs) it was September 9th. We had started dating July 29th. So of 2012. So that's, you know, how quickly I've. I'm, See, the hold out the charm. So anyways, um, we dated for a couple of months, and then I had made the decision to go play a couple semesters of college basketball at a Division three school. Nothing impressive, I promise. <laughs> um, and during that time, I, I went up to Wisconsin to do that. So I went up to Wisconsin to a Christian college. Sarah stayed home. So I found the person that I wanted to marry in Cincinnati and immediately left. And just... Peace out. For a couple of months <laughs> to go play basketball. Uh, my other true love, uh, besides my wife, Jesus, and our children, um, and uh, came back that summer, interned at the church. We got engaged. Mm-hmm. Then I went back up for another semester of college, came home uh, that January, I guess technically December, and then we got married in April. April 12th, 2014. So that's my perspective of our story. So I don't know yeah, if you have a differing, you know, no, that's, differing perspective. I like, I don't know. For me, I was extremely guarded. I don't know. I know some people are like purity culture, whatever. Like for me, I, even if I could go back in time, I would still wait to like kiss you just because I don't know. Yeah. What do we like to say about it? We say it immediately felt different. The when second we, we got married, it was different. That's yeah. why it was cool. You may kiss your wife. And yeah, right. Boom. Right. So we never kissed on the lips before we were married. Cheeks and stuff, you know. We, we're not that big prudes, right? Um, <laughs> we still like hugged, held hands, whatever. Right. But I wanted to like make it special. Right. It's like one of those things where I kind of took it like it was something I committed to when I was like fourteen or what up fifteen, and then as I got older, I don't know, it just became something I actually just wanted to do and make special. Kind of like with our babies, we never find out the gender of our babies, and it's so. Special the moment they're born. Yeah, right. Like, we don't necessarily want to alienate anybody. That I know, does I know, that. I know. But like, I'm just saying, like, for me, that's what it was. I just like, I like to just right. wait. And we oftentimes hear like, why you know, people will say to us like, well, I could never wait. It's like, oh, that's fine. If if people, you know, but if you us, if your choice is to not wait, that's perfectly fine. Like, you know, we we chose to wait to kiss. We chose to wait to find out the genders of our babies. We chose to wait until we were married to be intimate. Like we, we chose to do those things. Mm-hmm. We think that God blessed us because of that, you know, because of those choices. But we also think that the Holy spirit and God works differently in everybody's life. So, you know, no judgment whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why 
that's why it was cool that we waited to kiss. Now, I had kissed people before. <laughs> Sarah had never kissed anyone. Yeah. So, um, Virgin lips. Uh, right. <laughs> Virgin lips, as they say. Um, so, you know, it was, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of fun. Um, right. So we got married. Mm-hmm. What, what happened after we got married? Uh, Not that night, but like later on. Okay. Yeah. All right. We won't go into specifics of that night. Um, we were on our honeymoon and Scott said, Hey, I want to start doing a weekly date night. And I was oh, like, Oh, I did. Oh, I forgot. about <laughs> that. <laughs> what? I was like, Oh man, like that's like a commitment, but he really seemed like he wanted to do this. And I was like, okay, we can try it. So I think we actually initially started our date nights on Saturdays and I got sick. Right away. And then we just immediately switched to Tuesday. And why did we pick Tuesday? Do I think remember? originally it was because movies were cheaper on yep, Tuesdays. Yep, that is exactly yeah. why we landed on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so we dated for a while. Then we... Uh, well, I mean, we're still dating. Um, we headed off to the mission field again. Dominican Republic. Yeah. The yeah. genesis of our relationship. Yeah, so we went back down to the Dominican for, for the summer. weeks. Yeah. Um, I think in retrospect... I can say with a lot of confidence that I don't recommend you doing that after being married for just a couple of months. Very, it was it grew us very quickly that's right. together in our we marriage. We went through a lot in the first couple of months of marriage, <laughs> both financially, both you know, from a health perspective. I got really sick while we were down there, and then Sarah got sick on the way back, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't you know super gracious about you know <laughs> Sarah being sick. Um, you know, that's a story again, story for another time. <laughs> But, you know, we, we did experience a lot yeah. on that mission trip. So mm-hmm. the, the mission trip back down to, to the Dominican. Um, yeah, so we, we came back, and Sarah was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And a photographer. And was starting her photography business. I went to work for a family friend um, of a commercial roofing company. Uh, sorry, a family friend who owned a commercial roofing company. Um, great family. Love them to death. Um, but we were still kind of trying to figure out what we wanted to do kind of with our lives which we're still kind of trying to figure <laughs> still out still trying to figure to that out. um but we can fast forward to now well no i was or gonna say wanna... like during that time what did, what did, what was the bargain that we made if we buy a house oh yeah okay okay sorry i was like trying to figure out where we're going with this okay yeah um if we buy a house we could have a kid we can get pregnant That's yes right. and so we bought a house in february well, we moved in in February. We moved in in February. Yeah. February, and I got pregnant in March. Yeah, that was. How did that happen exactly? Would you like me to expound? <laughs> so we decided that we wanted to wait till we bought a house. We bought a duplex. We rented out the other side of it. We got pregnant. Um, Thankfully, it was quick to get pregnant. I know there are people that have right, fertility right, stuff. But right. So Ford was who that baby was. We Ford, got pregnant yep, Ford. with Ford. Um, so. We got we moved in in February, got pregnant in March, and then we moved out in October. Mm-hmm. And we kept the house. We rented out both sides of the duplex, and we moved into Sarah's grandmother's house. My um, grandma had passed away. Her grandma had passed away, so we moved in over there. We spent a couple years over there. Two. So we spent two years over there. Um, Ford was born, then we miscarried, mm-hmm. and then Flynn was born mm-hmm. while we were at grandma's. While all we that. were at grandma's house. Okay. Um, during that time frame, I also. We moved. I got a new job, and Flynn was born all in about and a month. And we started. We were kind of branching away from our church to start a we were, we church were plant. Be part of a church plant. That's right, Grace. Grace Way. Um, 
So Flynn was born in we we moved we moved out of Grandma's house into this house. Mm-hmm. Flynn, sorry, Flynn was born in September. Sorry, I started my job in September. <laughs> then Flynn was born in September. In September, and then we moved out of Grandma's house in, in October. October. Yep, and now we're. And so now we're in, we're still in the home that we moved into. In 2017. Um, that was in 2017. And then my dad got very sick. Right after that. In 2018. We found out in January that he had a brain tumor. Um, so Flynn was about five months old when four we found out. Four, old. four months old. So um, dad ended up passing away after about six months of that um, while we had two very young children. Um, so, you know, we kind of went through that whole that whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, and we can, obviously we can unpack that on a, on a later episode, but, um, there's a lot of experience during the loss of somebody important to you that both draws you closer together and, and kind of at times also, um, you know, kind of stimulate different grief and, and different emotions. Right. And so one of the things that I like to tell people about that time frame is that Sarah gave me basically everything that I needed from a grace perspective, um, trying to navigate the loss of your spouse's parent is something I've never experienced. So Sarah handled it, in in my opinion, with a lot of grace and a lot of just tenderness. Um, the times that I needed her to just be near me and be close to me, she was the times that I needed to be with my family. She gave me the freedom to do that. Um, you know, I was the husband and father so I had to take care of my family at the same time so I was working I was trying to spend as much time you know, being a dad being a being a husband being a Christian while also being a son brother um, you know somebody on, on that side too so we went through that whole experience um, that happened in July of 2018 we were at Graceway still mm-hmm. part of this church plant um, I'd started another new job the job that I'm still currently at in digital marketing um and, you know, things were calm for a couple of months until what happened and what happened that, <laughs> well, when was that? Well, 2019, let's see, we got pregnant at the end of 2018 that, with that's Zion. That's what I was going to say, yeah. So Zion, we and got pregnant came, Zion. He came along in August of 2019 and then 2020. We right. all know what 2020 was. So we had Zion in August of 2019 and then COVID happened at the beginning of 2020. Um, so then we got to navigate all that and, you know, Sarah was still trying to figure out how she was going to shoot weddings. She had stopped oh, teaching, yes, which I haven't really gone into that at all, but like I yeah, was right. a wedding photographer for 11 years and I just retired or whatever you want to call it yeah. last year, yeah. shot my last wedding. So now I'm just, just a stay at home mom, but yeah, right. it's, and I homeschool, <laughs> I homeschool our kids. I don't right. think we, we didn't really say that. We didn't really, we haven't really touched on that yet. But Ford, at this point in the timeline, Ford wasn't even really old enough. You were doing, you were doing like sight words with him and different, you know, like. In which, which year? 2020? No, I mean, just as soon as he turned a year and a half old. Like, oh, yeah. He, yeah, we started stuff when he was like 15, 16 months old. Right, right. So anyways, COVID happened, um, you know, and, and we all tried to figure out exactly how that would work um, and, and how to navigate all that. And we then, we ended up having to do date nights at home, but so yeah. even through COVID, our Tuesday nights, That's right. Scott would usually go either we'd either DoorDash food, or he'd go um, pick up something somewhere, whatever was open, and we'd That's play right. games, watch movies or shows. 
But we had to be creative. <laughs> One time we I like decorated the attic with like all these fairy lights and like put a little bed up there. We watched a movie. I believe there's a date night photo. There is a date night photo. That you might be able to see. But um, we kept the date nights going even through COVID. That's right. That's right. Um, so then we, we waited a year and then got pregnant the following. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, very. Oh, sorry. We got pregnant in like August of 21 and right. lost that baby. And then. Yeah. Miscarried that. that um, got pregnant at the very end of 2021 with little Sayla. Yeah, right. So say like both of our girls are actually rainbow babies. That's right. And both were born. Or sorry, one was due September 10th, and one was due September 11th. Both of our girls. So, anyways, that's that's our story. That's our background. We know that. There we go. I know that took you know. I know that longer was... <laughs> than maybe expected. So feel can, free to can you imagine. Can you imagine living it? it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a lot shorter when we talk about it than it was when we actually lived it. So there's our background. Um, yeah. Bit. So that's just a little bit about us. 